France announced that it will start providing free condoms for people between the ages of 18 and 25. Cool. Now do deodorant. <laughs> That's a, a Pepe La Pew joke there. That's a the French smell bad joke. That's racist. Well, it's not really racist because they're French, you know, so they're, they're white Europeans. You can say whatever you want. Uh, and besides, they're famous for being aromatic, aren't they? Not as bad as Michael Moore. Want to be fair. But you may remember the cartoon character, Pepe La Pew. He was a Frenchman and he was a skunk. And the reason Pepe La Pew, um, you know, was a skunk and had a French accent and, uh, you know, oh, 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 chérie, um, uh, it's because, uh, you know, they were mocking French people and their um, famous aromatics. Famous aromatics. That's the Pepe La Pew. That's the whole thing underlying Pepe La Pew. He says they shouldn't be handing out condoms. They should be handing out... The, the, uh, I, 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 the, the, uh, the world has gone mad. It, it most certainly has. But... Um, Back to, I, I need to get back to Elon Musk because there's a lot more to talk about there. But before I move on, um, I just, I, the, the Washington Examiner, and not the Washington Post, had a, a very good piece just a couple of days ago. Uh, Zachary Faria wrote the piece. And the headline is, The Pay Gap Debate Between NBA and WNBA is a Joke gives you a clue where the story is going to go, right? And that's, uh, that's good stuff. It, it, uh, the reason that he says that is because the debate about the pay gap between NBA and WNBA is a joke. That's why I see that's why he says that, because it's true. There are lots of stories out there because Brittany Griner was arrested for bringing some dope into, into Putin's Russia, and, you know, they don't have a fair judicial system like ours here, you know, where they shackle your ankles at Reagan Airport if you're a Trump supporter, and if you uh, set a, a church on fire across from the White House, that's okay. Injure 150 federal officers in front of the White House, uh, force the evacuation of the president, that's okay. Place pipe bombs at the DNC and RNC headquarters in Washington, uh, be captured on video using your cell phone. You know, they've been using cell phone data to track all the people who were in Washington on January 6th, January 6th. But the guy who's on video with a timestamp talking on his cell phone with nobody else around planting the pipe bombs, they can't seem to find, they can't seem to find that guy. I'd find that guy. <laughs> Put me on the job. I'd find that guy. But I digress. So, uh, Brittany Griner, who's uh, an American icon and a hero because LGBTQ and uh, WOC, and you're not, and she is, so she's better than you. And uh, Marine, that's just a distraction. Pay no attention to that. He's not a WOC, LGBTQIA+. <clears throat> but here's the thing. There are stories all over the place since Brittany Griner. Oh, women don't make the same amount of money playing professional basketball as men do. Now, that's, of course, completely idiotic, vapid, ill-informed, ignorant. Uh, but there it is. 
But uh, the piece in the and MSNBC as the big story on, on Brittany Griner should have never had to be in Russia in the first place because WNBA players um, uh, don't make enough money, right, MSNBC. And then they've got this fiction. They write this fiction for stupid people. It's misinformation. It's disinformation. It should be banned uh, by Elon Musk at Twitter. But here's the thing. According to the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, the National Basketball Association, the WNBA, uh, the NBA's little sister, the WNBA has lost an average of $10 million every year since it was formed. So it's a charity operation. It's an affirmative action operation. It's a not-for-profit that actually loses money because most not-for-profits make money, and people make lots of money off these not-for-profits. Washington is full of people that, you know, buy big mansions uh, working for their not-for-profits. But the uh, NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, says that the WNBA has lost, on average, $10 million every year since it was formed. The league generates just $60 million a year in revenue, but it does not run a profit. It loses. See, they take in $60 million a year somehow, magically, but they burn through $70 million a year. So it's like a Democrat Party project. The NBA, on the other hand, generates more than $8 billion in revenue every year. So that's why the $10 million that the WNBA loses is table scraps to them. Then they can say they're being nice to the girls who want to play basketball. Nobody buys tickets. The stadiums are always empty. You can get a front row seat anytime. They don't carry it on television. It's not great basketball. Uh, and, you know, right? The rest writes itself. And, and, and uh, they lose $10 million a year and then complain they're not being paid enough. Basic math. You know, we don't teach economics uh, in high school. They all, uh, you know, drop out of high school. All Democrats, I think. And, well, you know, I, I did. Well, I was kicked out of high school, technically. But, uh, but that aside, so the two leagues are not comparable in any way other than both play basketball. <laughs> the NBA is an entertainment juggernaut watched by millions across the country and, dare I say, around the world. People across the world know the names of the league's biggest stars. The average regular season NBA game pulls in between 1.4 and 3 uh, more than 3 million viewers, depending on what network it's aired on. Uh, whereas, you know, the WNBA has a viewership averaging 379,000 viewers per game. That's better than uh, MSNBC and CNN. And still they lose $10 million a year. So that's, uh, you know, that's good dinner table conversation with your Democrat family members. Good stuff. Now let me go back to this, this uh, Elon Musk, because... Now what we've learned, the latest drop, we use all this uh, show business terminology these days, the latest drop, which happened over the weekend, revealed all kinds of amazing things. Uh, For example, Twitter files reveal that the Donald Trump ban came after Michelle Obama and other radical left-wing, anti-American, anti-free speech extremists who are anti-democratic and represent a threat to our democracy, you know, Michelle Obama and her friends. And that's what the New York Times found in their survey, number one threat to our democracy, the American news media. 
84% of us believe the news media is a threat to our democracy. Number two threat to our democracy, according to the New York Times poll, the Democrat Party. So Twitter files reveal that the Trump ban came after Michelle Obama and others pressured the company. Journalist Michael Schellenberger, who was in charge of the latest release for Elon Musk, uh, after uh, uh, Barry Weiss and, um, uh, and uh, you know, good old what's-his-name? Yeah, Matt Taibbi, right. Uh, and uh, so journalist Michael Schellenberger reported Twitter faced internal and external pressure before banning Trump on January 8th. And then they came up with a whole new metric that was designed to allow them to ban Trump and still adhere to their fake policies, Right. Former President Donald Trump was banned from Twitter the day after former First Lady Michelle Obama and others demanded that the company, quote, permanently, end quote, remove him from the platform, according to the newest Twitter Files installment. On Saturday, CEO Elon Musk and journalist Michael Schellenberger released the fourth batch. I'm glad they didn't say tranche. People are uh, mispronouncing tranche all over the place. But the fourth batch of uh, Twitter documents that show internal communications by the company's executives between January 6th and January 8th, 2021. January 6th, January 6th. You know, the three-day siege of the White House, torching the only building in Lafayette Park. No big deal. Setting uh, the Church of the Presidents on fire. One of the most historic churches in the United States. No big deal. The FBI is not knocking down any doors over that one, are they? No ankle shackles at Reagan Airport for that, are they? So among the files, Michael Schellenberg reported internal and external pressure uh, from the first lady fell into the company calling for Trump to be banned from using Twitter. Huh. Now is the time for Silicon Valley companies to stop enabling this monstrous behavior and go even further than they have already by permitting, by permanently banning this man the President of the United States, from their platform and putting in place policies to prevent their technologies from being used by the nation's leaders to fuel insurrection. You know, every riot attacking a police station was an insurrection. Attacking a courthouse, Portland, Oregon, the Mark Hatfield courthouse, more than 100 nights of riots, insurrection. As opposed to two hours at the Capitol where a lot of people were being waved in and you know, there's video on the other side of the Capitol. That was all on the west front of the Capitol. On the east front of the Capitol, it's as though nothing was going on. Police were taking pictures with people with Trump signs and things like that. But it's an insurrection because the Democrat Party owns the megaphone. That's what Michelle Obama wrote in a lengthy statement posted uh, to Twitter on January 7th, the day after. She added, and if we have any hope of improving this nation, yeah, that's your goal, Now is the time for swift and serious consequences for the failure leadership that led to yesterday's shame. And again, Democrat riots, hundreds and hundreds of them, dozens of people murdered, thousands of police injured, thousands of businesses looted, untold numbers burned, more than $2 billion in property damage, more than 2,000 police officers injured, and not a peep out of these people. But Michelle Obama tweeted that out when Jack Dorsey owned it. On the morning of January 7th, uh, the day after January 6th, January 6th, 
Then Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey wrote an email to employees instructing them, as Schellenberger wrote, to remain consistent in its policies, including the right of users to return to Twitter after a temporary suspension, right? Trump was given a suspension on the platform at that time. But then the files show that uh, Twitter maintained a policy called public interest exceptions, where elected officials were not banned, as there was great public interest in their comments, as President of the United States, most powerful person in the world, even if they seemed to violate other policies, right? But then eventually they put in, you got a five strikes rule, and it was designed so it applied specifically to President Trump. And then he was permanently banned because they don't believe in free speech. Kadal tweeted, it was the mainstream media job to create left-wing propaganda. Twitter's job to disseminate it uh, to the politically apathetic and silence dissent and bully anyone or corporation that had opposing views. It was a very powerful political weapon. These days are over. That's why they're so mad. Because Elon Musk is coming in and saying, you know, a little free speech goes a long way. You know, how about, uh, how about some free speech for the United States of America? I think that's a good idea. You know, even speech I disagree with. Again, the great old American saying, I may disagree with what you have to say, but I will fight to the death for your right to say it. Because that is an American ethic. That's not an ethic that Barack and Michelle Obama have or that Joe Biden has, that today's Democrat Party has. We believe that sunlight is the best disinfectant and that the truth will out. That the best argument will win the day. But not if uh, it's completely corrupted. And that's what the left is all around the world. It's not just here in the United States. The left is anti-free speech anti-sunlight, pro-hobnailed boot stamping on a face forever. You know, the feds just rolled out the biggest threat to privacy and freedom in years. It's called the digital dollar, and Order 14067 will give the government unprecedented power to control your money and your spending. You need to get out of cash now. Call 888-446-5320 to get your personal wealth protection guide. My friends at American Alternative Assets are standing by to help you protect your retirement savings, your, your nest egg, by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. So call 888-446-5320 today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide's going to answer all the questions you have. Protect your savings today before it's too late. Call American Alternative Assets at 888-4-GOLD-20 to secure your free gold and silver guide today. 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Yeah, these are amazing times. The Democratic Party isn't. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Now, headlines emerged over the weekend. Uh, Twitter executives met with FBI weekly around 2020 election. 
So uh, why would the FBI be meeting with Twitter executive met with FBI weekly around 2020 election? National Review has the story, um, and they're telling him, don't let people share that true story about Hunter Biden and the laptop and all the emails and Joe Biden being the big guy. And John Kirby, a former naval officer, now a spin weasel for the Biden administration, uh, yesterday on the Fox News Channel. We aren't directing private social media companies on how to manage their content. These are decisions that they have to make uh, as appropriate. Now, look, we obviously uh, don't want to see, uh, you know, the public square uh, polluted with with hate speech and and disinformation that uh, that that's not that's not a good uh, use of uh, uh, the information environment for the American people. Uh, but it's up to these social media companies to determine how they're going to manage uh, their content, how they are going to deliver that content uh, to their users. See, that's uh, just spin and weasel words. And well, you know, we are not directing Twitter and Facebook and the other social media platforms telling them what to allow and what not to allow, what to publish and what not to publish. They're just intimating. They're just having weekly meetings. They're just giving them a shot across the bow because they had had the Hunter Biden laptop for a year before it became known to us in the public. And uh, then the New York Post published it, and they had already laid the groundwork, the crooks at the FBI, um, and and uh, then they uh, pulled it because, you know, we aren't directing them, he said. Also, notice he didn't say we weren't. He's keeping it in the present tense. We aren't directing them, meaning what? You're still having the weekly powwows uh, with Twitter and Facebook on what the Democrat Party wants to keep concealed from the American people. But we don't want the... You know, the public square polluted with hate speech and disinformation. Sig Heil, minus Shotzi. Well, then we're going to have to silence the majority of the Democratic Party because they have polluted the town square with hate speech and disinformation from, uh, you know, Russian collusion and, and Alpha Bank to uh, hookers and beds and uh, on and on and on. This is The Chris Plant Show. Uh, yet another teacher with child sex issues, uh, also in Baltimore, not the same as the other teacher in Baltimore with the grooming issues, but Baltimore County art teacher. You guys got to keep your eye on those art teachers, don't you? Facing five counts of child pornography. Say a, uh, a man uh, appears to be a middle-aged man. He's white. So it looks like he probably had European ancestors or something, you know, electricity, art, stuff like that. A Baltimore County middle school art teacher remains in custody on accusations of possessing child pornography on his computer. In denying him bail, prosecutors describe what 49-year-old Craig Klontz, Klontz, C-L-O-N-T-Z, that's not a very good name, is it, Klontz? You know, if you had that, you might, you know, that's not so good. He is accused of doing extremely dangerous things. Klontz, a teacher at Stemmers Run Middle School, is on administrative leave. 
That's kind of surprising, isn't it? As police investigate the charges, target of investigation that began online, Baltimore County detectives uh, said they got their cyber tip of Klontz's online activity from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Good work, National Center. Police got a, a warrant to search his home, which is near the school. <laughs> said they found images of Anne, uh, of, uh, well, it's a conflict here, and underaged girls between the ages of 11 and 13. Nobody knows how to write anymore. You know what I mean? So is that, you got girls, plural, and then Anne is singular. There's a lot of this going on because illiteracy is the, uh, it's really the, it's the, the norm. Our detectives work around the clock for individuals, and it turns out he had uh, lots of photos, hundreds of photos, erotic images of the same underaged girl in his Dropbox account and a separate flash drive found in the uh, uh, Middle River home. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That's, this is uh, so commonplace now because, you know, Democrats, that's the, that's the thing about them, is uh, they're kind of uh, funny, not, not, you know, like comedian funny. Oh, speaking of which, we have, um, we, we got some uh, Elon Musk uh, stuff that we still haven't, a lot that we still haven't gotten to. But the uh, Twitter executive met with FBI weekly around the 2020 election. And interestingly, then Twitter suppressed stories that were detrimental to Joe Biden's campaign and to the Democrats. That's pretty handy. That's a good tool to have if you're a corrupt political party. And the Democrat Party is a corrupt political party, so it's really handy for them to have. Twitter's former head of safety, Yoel Roth, who is a complete skeezer and a sexual deviant. Did you see his uh, thing about, um, about uh, the naked horseback riding thing? This guy, these people are really, they're really very unwell. And Alexander Vindman getting involved in this is pretty darn creepy, too. But the, uh, this creepy Yoel Roth, and he's very creepy. He's going to be stealing people's luggage soon, I think. You know how the, a lot of the Democrat cross-dressers and stuff have a habit of doing that. Um, but he t- he's talking about uh, naked horseback. It's, it just he's, he's such a creep. His Ph.D. on grinder and kids, um, sympathizes sex with uh, teachers, having sex with students giving kids access to porn, uh, colluding with the FBI. Uh, Pretty amazing stuff. Mm -mm -mm. Whether teens have uh, the ability to meaningfully consent to sex with teachers because, you know, that's your Democrat Party, and that's what Twitter was was doing. I mean, it's it's, uh, and, and very directly affecting the outcome of the election. And, of course, the uh, so-called intelligence community, too. These are very disturbing, very disturbing things. Can high school students ever meaningfully consent to sex with their teachers? He tweeted this out, and that's okay, because Democrats. Mm-mm-mm. And um, he's talking about doing, um, and it's got allowing the child porn and all this good stuff. Uh, and he's the one enforcing the safety rules. No sense of Orwellian absurdity. Uh, where's the one, Michael? I'm not finding the one where he's talking about being in meetings where they talk about naked horseback riding or so. What the hell is he talking about? 
It's uh, these these people are completely insane, and that's okay. And if you raise an eyebrow, they they call you names. You're a bigot. No, I'm just not in favor of child molestation, and um, that used to be okay, even with Democrats not so long ago. Of course, Democrats used to believe in free speech not so long ago. Then something went terribly wrong. And what went wrong? Well, the Democrat Party is what went wrong, honestly. Um, all right, let's... Uh, uh, ba, ba, ba. Uh, I think you may recall the, the 51 intelligence so-called, officials so-called. Yeah, here's Yoel Roth's tweet. He tweeted, I enjoy having the kinds of meetings where Googling gay bareback porn, this is, I don't, don't, you know, Michael, would you Google that uh, for us on your computer? (laughs) So I I don't get the FBI at my door uh, in a pre-dawn raid. (laughs) But Yoel Roth is the head of safety, um, and he tweeted out. Now, all this stuff is just out there in the pub because he tweeted it out. I enjoy having the kinds of meetings, I assume with the FBI and the intelligence community, where Googling, quote, gay bareback porn, end quote, is considered academic work. I don't know what you get if you Google gay bareback porn, not something I've ever Googled usually more on the line of historical things, stuff like that. Pretty amazing stuff. And then let's go to um, uh, uh, number two. Kevin McCarthy, who's the, the man who would be speaker, is um, saying that the 51 so-called intelligence agents like uh, penitentiary face Brennan and lie under oath Clapper and Dana Bash's ex-husband, Jeremy Bash, may get subpoenas, be put under oath where they just lie and then laugh it off and walk away because there are no consequences because they own the FBI and the Justice Department. So it's a third world country. Kevin McCarthy on uh, the lap. They all lied about the laptop. Oh, has all the earmarks of Russian disinformation. That was a lie. I looked at it. I read the statement they put out live on the air. It came out while we were on the air. And I read it to you and immediately recognized that it was full of weasel words by snakes who were lying to us. And they conducted an information operation against the American people, the likes of which the, the Russians and the Chinese dream of pulling off. And it was pulled off by the Communist Party voter, penitentiary face Brennan, and his gang of flying monkeys. Those 51 intel agents that signed a letter that said the Hunter Biden information was all wrong, was Russia collusion, many of them have a security clearance. We're going to bring them before committee. Why did they sign it? Why did they lie to the American public? A clapper, a Brennan. Why did you use use the reputation that America was able to give to you, more information, but use it for a political purpose and lie to the American public. I think I understood most of what he said. Uh, I, would, <laughs> I would correct a few things along the way, but I get the gist, and I'm glad that they're uh, talking about doing that because it's vitally important to do that. Um, look, I spent 10 years as a journalist covering the U.S. military and the intelligence community, and these people, this batch today, uh, the 51 people that signed on to this letter, biggest bunch of sleazeballs you're going to find anywhere. Now, something amusing happened in this realm uh, that you're not going to see everywhere, and that is Dave Chappelle, who uh, has some experience with being canceled and censored and and uh, on and on. Dave Chappelle gave a Dave Chappelle concert, a live 
comedy event in San Francisco, believe it or not, to a packed house. And during the concert, he introduced Elon Musk and brought Elon Musk out on stage. Um, and I think in San Francisco, he just fired a whole bunch of uh, Twitter people. And, you know, the left, they're, they're communists, basically, and they're, you know, welfare state, uh, everything. But here is Dave Chappelle uh, bringing Elon Musk on stage San Francisco over the weekend. Make some noise for the richest man in the world. Some cheer, some jeer. Many are booing because Elon Musk... Because Elon Musk is a free speech advocate, and he took away one of the Democrats' most powerful political tools. And the, Cheers and booze, I say. Cheers and booze, I'd say. Dave Chappelle knows what's uh, going on. And Dave Chappelle, um, yeah, you know, he brought Elon Musk out on stage. He, he must have some kind of a friendly relationship with him. But the audience, uh, clearly very mixed feelings. What is making this, William? It sounds like some of the people you fired are in the audience. <laughs> sounds like some of the people you fired are in the audience, says uh, Dave Chappelle. A little joke. Uh, and uh, then uh, Dave Chappelle says that uh, most of the people uh, booing are uh, way in the back in the cheap seats. But you know this one thing? All those people are booing, and I'm just, I'm just pointing out the obvious. We have terrible seats. I don't understand. All coming from way up there. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, look, I, I love Dave Chappelle. I've always loved Dave Chappelle, and, and Elon Musk is the most interesting person in the world. Uh, and he should have been Time Magazine's person of the year, two years in a row. Uh, but he's a villain. You know, he's the bad guy because the Democrats are very, very angry with him, like Marvin the Martian, and uh, might have to vaporize him. I, I, You know, he is the richest man in the world. He's got to have, like, SEAL Team 6 security because the left is out to get him. And, you know, look what happened to John F. Kennedy. He, uh, honestly. <laughs> so, and these guys are meeting. Here's New York Magazine. Elon Musk smears former Twitter executive Yoel Roth. Yoel Roth is the guy who thinks that uh, teachers should have sex with students, that uh, kids should have kiddie porn. Uh, PhD thesis paper about uh, Grinder, a gay hookup app being available to kids, underage kids, uh, colluded with the FBI and the people at the radical left-wing extremist threat to democracy, New York Magazine. Elon Musk smears Twitter, Twitter's former head of trust and safety. And they do this without any sense of irony at all, this Orwellian trust and safety thing. And the guy's obviously a sexual deviant of the first order. And shortly after taking over Twitter self-proclaimed chief twit Elon Musk tried to reassure anxious advertisers that these social media platforms obviously cannot be a free-for-all hellscape where anything can be said with no consequence. A month and a half later, the billionaire is continuing to personally demonstrate how it's becoming exactly that.
you know, because people point out the truth about their, their truth minister, their truth czar, and the Democrats are against that. They're against the truth. Nothing gets you in trouble like the truth. And what is it with the Democrats and sex and minors? What is it? Michael, do you know? You're just shaking your head. It, and it's a, really an ongoing, it's a daily thing. And if you point out the truth, they become very angry, very, very angry with you. I like to be close to the children. She does. That's true. You're scaring I, the children. I wonder how uh, Paul Pelosi, I wish Paul Pelosi no harm, but I'd sure like to see that body cam video. If only we had a news media instead of a, a, a filth estate. Honestly. Now, this is kind of an amazing story, too. Small world Elon Musk reacts to Fauci disclosing daughter worked at Twitter during the pandemic. Anthony Fauci's daughter was working at Twitter during the pandemic. Is it a small enough circle fest in a hot tub or what? Truly amazing stuff. Twitter CEO Elon Musk responded to a post of the platform regarding the director of National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Anthony Fauci. His daughter working at Twitter during the isn't that amazing gosh and elon musk posted it and said small world small world yeah it's a small world and uh fauci and then he tweeted uh, something about uh funny about fauci he said my pronouns are prosecute slash fauci you know how democrats are gender confused i think all of them are gender confused so he uh tweeted out prosecute fauci and this led to no end of the wrath of the uh, radical, insane, gender-confused left. Uh, and they're attacking him not only because they defend Fauci no matter what. I mean, he could impale children on pikes on the White House fence all day long, and they'd cheer him. Uh, but he uh, tweeted out, prosecute, my pronouns are, uh, prosecute Fauci. And the left went crazy. And you know what? They're really going crazy. First, it's you're not allowed to say anything about Anthony Fauci because he's a saint. But really what they're lashing out of is uh, mocking pronouns. Mocking pronouns. How dare you mock people that use stupid pronouns like they and them um, because, you know, Democrats are screwed up in the head. I'm going like this. Uh, circling my uh, right temple with the tip of my right index finger. They're cuckoo. Not just for Cocoa Puffs anymore. They're bananas. They're completely nuts. And, um, and Elon Musk made fun of Fauci saying, my pronouns are prosecute slash Fauci. And, you know... People with funny pronouns are marginalized, and you're putting them in danger. Their safety is in danger, just like the LGBTQ people that refuse to serve the Christians at the restaurant in Richmond, Virginia. Oh, they tore down the last uh, Confederate statue in Richmond, Virginia, A.P. Hill. No more statues of Democrats in Richmond. And the Democrats in Philadelphia have been ordered by the courts to take down the big plywood box they built around the Christopher Columbus statue. In Marconi Square, Marconi, another Italian, he invented the radio. We're on the radio right now. Thanks, Marconi. 
and the Democrats put, want to put uh, uh, Christopher Columbus in a box because he discovered America. Yes, he did discover America because nobody knew it was there. So shut up. You have made me very angry. <laughs> very angry indeed. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Yeah, Elon Musk uh, tweeted, my pronouns are prosecute slash Fauci. And it got all of the uh, usual suspects uh, in, a, in, a, in a panty wad here. And they got Professor Peter Holtz, MD, PhD, academic wanker. For the record, Dr. Fauci has done nothing wrong except serve our nation. Is that wrong? He, ju- he just said, Mr. PhD, MD, said that serve our nation is doing something wrong. That's what he said. In the meantime, Mr. Musk should know that 200,000 Americans needlessly lost their lives. I thought it was a million. From COVID due to this kind of anti-science rhetoric and disinformation. Elon, I'm asking you to take it down. Take down this tweet. Are you kidding me? Now, wait a minute. Uh, People lost their lives. What's the disinformation? Saying that his pronouns are prosecute slash Fauci. They really, uh, they can't stand ridicule and mockery. They're very, very sensitive. Also, here's uh, news that you can use. A future filled with electric cars, AM radio, may be left behind. Turns out that electric car, all the liberals are selling their Teslas now and buying Volkswagen Beetles because Hitler helped design them. They hate uh, Elon Musk now, so they're getting rid of their Teslas. Maybe you get a deal on a Tesla if you're looking for one. Carmakers say that electric vehicles generate more electromagnetic interference interference than gas-powered cars, which disrupts the reception of AM radios, causes static, so they may have to go in all the electric cars. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.